The Word in the World. You're listening to The Word in the World podcast, a resource to help make the world around you make sense. Let's zone in and share with each other our knowledge, encouragement, wisdom, and understanding. This is The Word in the World. Welcome back to The Word in the World podcast. Where we bring you topics, talk, and truth. Everything from the news to the New Testament. Welcome back, guys. I like how you call this the quarantine edition, though. Quarantine edition. <laughs> yeah. Quarantine. So, new series. New series. For those of you listening, you might notice a difference in the podcast quality. That is because we are Uh-oh. recording virtually, remotely. We are using yeah. Skype to record this podcast for you. Um, we mm-hmm. got to keep things moving and progressing. Uh, we got this whole social distancing thing going on with COVID-19. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but we didn't want to let that stop the show. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. So we wanted to keep giving you guys quality content. Yeah. Um, ah. so, so here we are. Here we are. And so with <laughs> that being said, as you, <laughs> as you listen to this, um, just know that there's also a video accompanying this um, where you can see all three of us. True. And uh, this is yeah. going to YouTube. So make sure you check out the YouTube channel. Jason's been putting some hard work on that end. So check yeah. us out on YouTube. Um, I hope. Or IG Live. If I can or IG Live. YouTube right, it'll be on IG. I mean, okay. uh, IGTV. <laughs> and uh, make different. sure you subscribe if you if you go out there. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Um, and uh, yeah, so we got a topic, an interesting topic. Uh, Julie is going to bring us in to our topic. Yeah. today yeah. yeah we um got a couple questions about what is church hurt is it a real thing and mm. how do we move past it there's a, mm-hmm. quite a few questions so we just kind of wanted to unpack that idea what is church hurt um is it just an excuse that people use or is it real is it legitimate can we wow. figure out the difference between those things so it's a big topic we'll see where we go but we thought it was important and valid to talk about so yeah we're yeah. gonna start unpacking those things um let's first start with defining it what so what is church hurt i like uh so we know erica campbell right the gospel singer mm-hmm. she uh she actually provides this definition i see it on getupamerica.com but she says that uh church hurt occurs when you've been a victim of abuse or power in the church, yeah, it's, yeah. So I think it's a lot of examples we could, uh, we could, you know, pull from that mm-hmm. represent that truth. Um, but it can also victim, be other things, right? Why are you victim. smiling about victim? <laughs> what you I, 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 I'm saying that you, you ultimately like. I th- I didn't know that. All right, that's a surprising definition to me. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's the interesting thing about this this topic is it it is defined differently by different people, right? So, like, that's one definition. Yeah, like, you've been a victim of of the abuse of, like, leadership, maybe, or even other members in the church, period, you know? And you guys are talking about some other types of examples earlier, so maybe we can go through those, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because I I feel like... uh, Because how is that is how it's characterized. Yeah. Nah, I, I feel like uh I feel like you could also have church hurt if you um just don't like if you view something going on in the church that mm. doesn't exactly like impact you directly. 
but like yeah. you were you were kind of like emotionally disturbed by it. You know what I'm saying? True. Like you see, yeah. like y'all were talking about people abusing money, um, for example. You know, and you can be like so disappointed. You know what I'm saying? Like yo, I saw how they treat this or that, and I didn't yeah. want to go back there. Right. That's why I was like victim. Like you're not necessarily a victim at that point, but yeah. that's just my one of those definitions that I kind of perceive. I like that. I like that because you could say like you could be uh it could, it could indirectly affect you. You could be like, man, I thought you know this dude was one way, yeah. You know, and then come to find out he was something totally yeah. different. Or it's yeah. just like, man, all or they she. do, all they did. Or she, or she, this <laughs> is not a sexist. I'm sorry, oh, I apologize. Like yeah, Jeez, when I was man. with them, all they did was gossip about X, Y, Z. Man, I ain't like right. that. Yeah. You know, like that ain't got nothing to do with you really. But that's why I said that. Nah, that's yeah. a good example too. Yeah. But. Well, for some people, if it's if the conversation happens to be very focused on a particular person, what they're doing or not doing, and especially if they're not in the room, and then they find out like from somebody else, it's like, wait a minute, what's what's going on? Yeah, you know what I mean, that could definitely produce church hurt. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then another aspect of it I thought was interesting that we talked about off camera is like it doesn't always have the same outcome. Like sometimes it's just like, mm-hmm. yo, I'm not going back to this church. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's like, yo, I don't mess with like Christianity like that, you know. Like, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, I think you got to give that example you were talking about earlier. You know, like uh, when you were saying like um, you were saying like a person might have this idea or this question in their minds after experiencing something at a church, like how could this be going on in the house of God? You know, with mm-hmm. God's people. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. I'm gonna have to give you. You have, have to get the explanation. The example you gave earlier, I think, was really yeah. good. Yeah. Well, no, nah, mm-hmm. I gave I gave the example of like um, sexual abuse mm-hmm. uh, going on in a church by leadership, and that is something where it's not just like, oh, I'm not going back to that church. That could leave you feeling like, man, I ain't know this could even happen in the church, God. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not like, how could how could you let this happen? Right. Talking to Jesus, like not even going right above like your leadership, like. God, why would this happen in the church? Like, this yeah. can't be, you know, I, I'm not messing with this. So. Yeah, yeah. But mm. I think my, because my, my friend, uh, Sean, from high school, he he's the one who posed this question. And his, his what he was trying to, like, um, I guess, draw out of the discussion is, like, is it, is church hurt a real thing? Or is it just something that, um we all experience as human beings, but we just like hold the church to this different standard and like um, single the church out when like this is stuff that he was like, there's no such thing as like work hurt or school hurt, but we got church hurt for whatever reason. Mm. Yeah. Or like the fact that we've like, uh, like we've, we've termed it that way. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I see, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Cause yeah. he was like, he thinks that he said, he feels like it's just an excuse sometimes for people who deal with, you know, you're dealing with regular stuff that happens in normal interactions, but you jump on it a little harder when it's done in the church, I yeah. guess you're saying. Yeah. I think we should uh, dig deep into that because when I think about the church, I think for me and for some people, there's this higher expectation. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like the church is supposed to be, for lack of a better phrase the the family of god like this is Mm -hmm. we should be like the closest i think to an ideal spiritual family yeah i think some people kind of come to church expecting the people that are here 
<laughs> this might be a bad expectation, but the people that are here <laughs> are better morally, maybe spiritually. You see what I'm saying? Like more mature than like mm-hmm. someone on the street. But I think we've all experienced that is not always the case in church. Man, so, you see what I'm saying? You, I think you pose a very good question. I think though. that's part of what's going on here. Like, shouldn't they? You know what I mean? Expect that. Should they I think that's the that? fall. I think that's the fall from grace. We have this high. Some people have this higher expectation, and then want something where you would maybe consider normal happening in the quote unquote real world of the regular world. It's yeah. like, well, but when I'm coming to the church, I'm trying. I feel like I should be saved from that. So now I'm more hurt because I'm expecting something yeah. better or safer. You see what I mean? I wonder if that's what's nah. happening. Yeah. yeah. I agree. What you about to say, Marcus? I was gonna say like. Should they? Should they expect that? Is that That's is it wrong question. for somebody to expect that? <laughs> yeah. Because I, I personally, you know, like if I if I weren't trying to give like the perfect answer or explanation, you know, mm-hmm. right now, I would think that. I would think that when I step into the house of God, right. these people are, you know, striving for holiness, right? And they live by a book that has set a standard of morality that yeah. you know they state that they believe in. And they're coming every week to discuss that, you know, standard over and over and over again. I would expect that standard to play out in their actions and behaviors. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. As I know, the world does not have a moral standard. So I wouldn't necessarily expect that of the worldly person. You know what I mean? So I would expect, you know, like if I were to put two people, the worldly person and the Christian on a scale, that Christian should come out better. (laughs) Theoretically, Should, should, right? Theoretically. Yeah, yeah. But I think... I think I could be tripping, but... <laughs> no, you're not tripping. Like, I'm trying to paint the picture in my mind of the person yes. that we're talking about right now. Because I mm-hmm. think as you mature or mature... There you go. <laughs> all right. All right, brother. Go ahead. With your as break you it down. Parse this for us. Parse it out. Parse it out. <laughs> <laughs> <As> the maturity... <laughs> As your maturity increases. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Nah, but like I think I think we understand like there's a there are a lot there's a lot going on to being in Christ. Like right. you're, mm-hmm. yeah. you're a sinful creature who's being regenerated and being like conformed and all yeah. this stuff. So like I think we understand like when you read Psalm, you understand Psalms. You understand that it's David writing and he's writing all this beautiful poetic stuff, but then you also read about him taking some dude's wife, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, that's yeah. that's some church hurt. Mm. Yeah, you know yeah. Like, yeah, a little bit. Wow. But then you nah, read that's stuff real. like that God David is a man after God's own heart. That's really so true, I think sir. it comes with like maturity. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That's that's church hurt. But yeah, I think like it comes with maturity, but yeah. Right. Nah, but so to your point, I don't think that. So you said you said we understand that, you know what I'm saying? And I think mm-hmm. that that's an important like factor, right? It's like we understand that because you know, like we we've, we've seen in the Bible David makes those mistakes. You know what I'm saying? We've seen you know different uh, disciples make the mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then we have that real world experience also in the church. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like you're right. talking about people who are well acquainted with both scripture and the reality of the congregation. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And so like the but the person from the outside looking in, 
know yeah. what I'm saying? Has 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 that expectation, but the people inside kind of like you know to have the experience and the knowledge of the word, like they know the truth. And I think that like it's it's a when, when you're like kind of new, I think like I, I would honestly think that more people who are kind of like ah, I'm a little hesitant to make this statement because I think it could happen at any point, but I think that. As you become, I was going to say, like, people who are newer in Christ experience the church hurt thing a little bit more because of that false expectation. But I don't, I don't know if I can really be settled with it. It can happen at any point. You know what I'm saying? I think, I, I, think, I, think, I, think I lean toward your your view. Well, the only reason why, right, is because know, you, you kind of like, like, the, the longer the longer you stay in church and you realize, like, oh, yeah, these are people going through this process of, you know, restoration and this process of, uh, what do you call it? sanctification, right, yeah. would be the more proper term. You know what I'm saying? Like, you realize, okay, they're going to make some mistakes, like, along the way. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, you kind of have this, ex- your expectation of holiness just starts to, <laughs> just starts to lower <laughs> over, over time. And you're like, oh, okay, you know. I guess we but, all we all learn it. Uh-huh. <laughs> side of it, you're right. I'm I'm agree with that. But I will say, at least challenge the thought a little bit. For some of us, I would say the trust level rises though over time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see, what I'm saying mm-hmm. so. Depending yeah. on the person, like I trusted you. We've been fellowshipping together for five years, ten years, fifteen years, and you're gonna do that. Yeah. For some yeah. people, I think it could get, it could be worse because like I. I trust you at this point or at this group that's a, that's or whatever. A good point. So that's a good it point. Depends on, it all depends on how you react to it and cope with what's going on. I also think it depends on like your environment of like, what, what have you been learning at your church? Okay. Sure. If, if, yeah. you're, if you've been, if your theology is a little off or you've been learning some stuff that ain't necessarily like biblical, you may mm-hmm. experience some church hurt type of stuff yeah. if you think kind of like you saying marcus if like it's always supposed to be nice and everyone's you know gonna be treating you this way no judgment you know yeah like wow. part of it like you ain't gonna be judged and mm-hmm. like that may affect your church hurtness mm-hmm. yeah yeah phrase got you yeah because me personally yeah. like i don't uh it's not to say like i i think i have a high um regard for believers and I call I expect more from believers than unbelievers but yeah I also know that like we all fall short you know what I'm saying right. like and at any moment we're all like sinners at the end of the day <clears throat> so I kind of keep that with me when I'm dealing with other believers even mm-hmm. but and it's also that like one of the things that jumped out there with me is like when you're saying I'm church hurt, I'm church hurt, it's like, all right, but how are you even, like, how are you being light and salt in this place? Like, yeah, there may be mm-hmm. some issues at the church you're at. How mm-hmm. about you be the one that's going to be a little holy or whatever? <clears throat> or how about you, like, actually dig into what the word is saying and, like, stand on that and trust in that and be a doer of what it's saying? And maybe something will shift if you're hurt by, you know, the way somebody has treated you. Hmm. Yeah. So you mean like look at it as an opportunity to kind of like like exemplify like the truth or the I'm truth. saying yeah I think like sometimes it may call for that I'm not saying that's an answer for every situation but yeah like, I think sometimes it may be like you know because I'm I'm thinking about Paul when he's writing to these churches about like you know I'm hearing there's dissensions among you 
you know, yeah, y'all yeah. say y'all yeah. follow Paul and, you know, he wrote, he wrote to the Galatians about their legalism and all this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, but he never said like, yo, y'all need to, y'all need to disband. True. Right. He's like, nah, yeah. work it out. He's yeah. like, yo, figure yeah. this out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. That can be hard though, depending on the context. Everyone is not necessarily open to, well, I feel like confronting someone or a group of someone already is a lot. That's hard to do. I don't know if everybody, I don't feel like that's something that's simple that everybody's cool with doing, number one. Number two, yeah. if you happen cool to be the Right. Sorry. <laughs> that's why I said not everyone. <laughs> but if you're on the receiving end, then that's the issue too. Everyone is not. Why? Why is confrontation just my my comfort zone? Hey man, we are you got as God. So different. No, shut up, Julia. Offense to the body. <laughs> Back to my point. Number two. I'm sorry, number Julia. Two is the receiver has to be open too. So if the receiver is not open to like hash it out, like you said. I feel like some people might feel stuck. So, like, let's yeah. talk about that. Like, a person that, what if they have confronted the issue? Mm. Yeah. And the receiver, or whatever you want to call it, does not want to. Because I feel like that puts people in sticky situations. And they just be like, I'm out. I, you don't want to talk about it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That complicates I feel like, uh, um, you know what I mean? Yeah. Without, without like, jumping the gun, I feel like, uh. It's like the all right, yeah. The word definitely has answers for like yeah. that question, right? Yeah. But just to give like a, an example of what you're talking about, I guess before we kind of like dive into what the scriptures say about it, yeah. Um, like for instance, if there is like a false teaching at your church, mm-hmm. and you yeah. want, you know, and you discover the truth as you're studying the word, and you like, you know what, man, I, I want to tell, you know, whoever taught that that false teaching or whatever, like. With the with what I saw in the Bible, and then mm-hmm. that person, you know, rather than you know addressing the issue and stuff like that, because I'm telling you like a a real story that has happened, right? Yeah. But like rather than one wanting to like sit down and settle it in Scripture or you know like really look at the word for what the answer is, instead they start you know insulting you or you know like saying you know well you don't really know what you're talking about and, and stuff like right. that, like that. Right. Like, that's one of those things where you try to address it. You go to somebody you're like, hey, like, I really want to settle this matter. And then that person doesn't want to hear it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I guess the, like, I don't even want to go to the scriptures yet. Yeah. But, like, okay. in that type of a situation, you know what I'm saying? I still, yeah, I still, I, well, let me ask you guys, what, what would you do in that type of a situation? Let me ask you guys first. <laughs> oh, false teaching situation? Yeah, like I'm a false to... teaching situation or any type of situation like confront. that where you want to settle it. Yeah. Oh, that's and the person is not accepted. Um, I would first, I would ask them if we could sit down and chat privately. I'd probably do that. I would not try to shut them down in public. I don't think that would work very well at all. So I would do that and then kind of just, I, I would probably ask questions once I got into the meeting, like, hey, help me understand how you got to this interpretation, that kind of thing. And then maybe share, this is what I see. I've never had to do that, though. So mm. I'm not saying this like this has worked. But if I had to and I felt burdened to do so, then I would probably and then see where it goes. I don't know. Yeah. 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 I kind of agree with Julia. I think I would, um, <clears throat> I mean, it depends on 
what exactly right. the issue was too. Um, but if it was something where I felt like, oh, I could I could stay here, and we could have this difference in like understanding or interpretation. Right. But if it was something like that is totally like blatant and contrary to the heart of the gospel, you know, like something like that, mm-hmm. then I then I would have to like really sit down and decide like, um, do I want to be here? You know, is this is this place is this like an actual uh is this like good soil, you know, or, or am yeah. I actually gonna like stunt my and hinder hinder my relationship with God here. Like, is this actually mm-hmm. like you know? It would be I I was gonna have to ask asking myself like real hard questions. But if yeah. like, because I don't think that's a situation where someone like sinned against you, you know. Right. Uh, yeah. That's just like you know, I'm trying to have a conversation, and you're not being a brother. You're not. You're not. You know, even being understanding and stuff. Yeah. 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 But like, I guess uh. Would you it could consider... turn into church hurt, though. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead with your point. I think that could turn to church hurt if it becomes an argument. And then mm-hmm. next time you go to church or next time you go to Bible study or a small group or whatever, it's a continuation of this theological or whatever doctrinal issue. You see what I'm saying? Now emotions are involved. Yeah. And then it just spirals. And it's like, ah, I'm, I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That could... I'm sure that's happened. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's tough. Because you're doing the right thing, whoever it is. You know, confronting your brother, your sister, talking to them about the word, doing so civilly and in love, then, and it blows up. It, that's how, I feel like that's why some people, I feel like that's why in general it's hard to confront, I would say, in the church in general, because people go back and forth. It gets, sometimes it can get more ugly. And so people's, I feel like, defense mechanism, or maybe a way to keep the pieces, I'm going to just try to find a way to get over it, because mm-hmm. I don't want to make this a bigger thing. No, Especially when it's a teaching or practice that you're like everybody in the church is all like down for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. Uh, what if you're outnumbered? Then what do you do? Right. <laughs> like yeah. practically. That's tough. Yeah. But but I think it, it kind of like I don't know. I the points you made earlier, Jason, about um just like understanding that everybody is, you know, kind of like, like even, even the leaders, you know, like everybody in that church is, is in a process of sanctification, of mm-hmm. edification, like everybody's learning. And I feel like, like a lot of these, like, I'm not saying that church hurt isn't real, but I'm saying like, I think a lot of what we're calling church hurt can be like resolved, not even resolved, but just like, if you interpret it through that lens, like we're all in the process, we're all, you know, yeah. learning, even if the entire congregation is against you and you got the church, it's just, you know, I mean, you got the truth. It's just like, all right, well, I understand, you know, this has been like a teaching for like, like decades, probably, you know, like <laughs> yeah. uh, that's, that's been a part of the, you know, traditional, you know, the traditional church forever. And that yeah. just is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think if you can start to look through that lens of like, there's a reason that they're teaching this. There's a reason that they believe this, you know, like mm-hmm. that it's easier to, to not be hurt, I guess what I'm saying. I mean, of course, like that's false teaching there. There are other things, you know, on that, on that spectrum of church hurt that are yeah. not so easily, you know, dealt with, with just a simple, like, you know, understanding or a mm-hmm. particular attitude, you know what I mean? Cause I was thinking about like, like the, uh, 
the whole thing, you know, you were talking about like with Eddie Long, like that. I don't know, man. Let me let me be quiet. Y'all go ahead. Because I kind of I feel like I'm veering off. Like, let's get back to the, the, the question. Let's get back to the question. I mean, I think that's part of it. It's, it's I think what you said is valid. I mean, this is something that has happened. And people, I'm sure, terribly affected by that and probably yeah. feel healing. So if it happened to happen. I'm thinking about uh, because there's this um, passage in Acts, right, mm-hmm. where Paul and Mark like have a disagreement and they split up. Like, and Paul oh, is yeah. like, "I don't want to. I don't want to basically do ministry work with Mark no more," because Mark left them previously. It's in uh, Acts 15, starting at like 36. Um, and then I think later in in Acts, I think Paul like kind of like asked about him or something like that mm-hmm. um or in or in second timothy maybe it's somewhere but like i think that even just shows like the flaw in our character as human beings like even somebody like paul and mark right. who were, he was i mean mark was with jesus paul saw jesus and spoke to him and all this type of stuff so like if they could have little beef over right. ministry not even mm-hmm. we're not talking about over the Knicks versus the, the Bulls. Like yeah. I don't want to do ministry with him. It's mm. like we're it's telling you right there, like we right. are so flawed and it's gonna happen. Like so, but it doesn't stop. See, I, I think I take personal issue with people who say like I'm not messing with Christianity or the church no more because of this incident that I had over here. Mm-hmm. You know, that's yeah. like that kind of leads to me. That's a different level. That's different. Like, I think even I'll go as far as to say, like, those are those people who, I don't know, y'all can correct me. It's in, like, First John or First Peter. But when he's talking about um, they left from us because they were never with us, um, mm-hmm. many antichrists have come and all that kind of stuff. Like, I feel like that's that type of person. Like, that's First you, John. You, first John? Okay. Mm-hmm. It's like you you left because you weren't really ever part of this. Look, yo, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, uh, you quoted it. You quoted it and you brought back my memory. So feel like certain people is like, well, I don't I don't believe you really ever were a believer, man. Mm-hmm. You know? That's yeah. my two cents though. But I, I I think I agree with you, Marcus. Like I kinda wanna say church hurt is real, but that I, I kind of don't, though. Like, I feel like it's just normal, everyday stuff. And maybe your mm-hmm. expectations. I don't know. Maybe I don't like the Go ahead. I'm going to finish. I'll wait. Maybe church hurt is, is just a weird way to put it. I think I think it's because, uh, like, you probably rather hear people say, uh, this particular pastor did something wrong to me than to say yeah. church hurts. Yeah, I got yeah. You. It's the because statement. yeah, it's blanket. It's all encompassing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's Christianity. Christianity is wrong as a whole because of this guy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right. Where it's like, nah, that's that's bad logic right there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I don't it's say like, that it's insensitive, insensitively. Yeah. <laughs> that's another word. No. I don't think so. No, I'm I don't mean to sound insensitive. That's what I'm trying to say. And I feel but, like a lot of mm-hmm. people who who were brought up in church have church hurt from like stuff that happened to them since like you know in high school or middle school like you know they would judge for this or that yeah you know or yeah. i think julia you were mentioning like you know having a child out of wedlock not you but like just instances like this you know 
and uh, here we go. And yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> that, that's exactly what it is. I'm sorry, Bro. that's but that's what it is, dude. Like, yeah, you yeah. you put in a blanket statement on everybody when you had this one or two or whatever instances with this specific group of people mm-hmm. who, for all you know, they may have they may have changed when you go back there now, you know? Yeah. 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 But I feel like that's hard to deal with, though, because I'm thinking of uh, a few examples where, like we said, everybody's working on their sanctification, right? Or we should be. So, you know, how do we figure out the difference between, like, church discipline versus someone yeah. has been actually wronged? Right. Yeah. You know I mean? Or attacked right. or demeaned or, you know, any of those yeah. type of things. Like, is... Yeah. Because I, I don't want to just say... I don't think it's not real, first off. I think there are some things that happen in church that should not happen, especially because we are the church. Mm-hmm. So I also don't want to give the church a pass, us as a whole, when there's some stuff that is happening that should not be happening. I don't want to let that go by right. and just put all the responsibility on, well, you should you should work on your own healing and, and, get, and get through with that. Everybody yeah. should work. Yeah. We should work on our healing, but... There's some wild stuff that happened, and that does need to be corrected. Now, how you figure that out, I don't know. But yeah, yeah. I just well, validate I, those who have experienced or heard about things that are very real that should not be happening. That, that's yeah. not just about them getting healing. That stuff, some stuff needs to be shut down. I, mm-hmm. I hear or, you. Though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. I was about I to say, say like, <laughs> it is like legitimate. There's legitimate um, church hurt, right? Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's, uh, so yeah, I wasn't saying that to like be, um, insensitive, but there is also like illegitimate church hurt where it's not real church hurt. Like you said, it's just like somebody in a position of authority corrected you. You didn't really know how to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and I think that That's different, yeah. like finding that, that, uh, finding out, like determining whether or not it's legitimate or illegitimate, um, comes down to truth. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, for instance, if somebody, like Jason was saying earlier, if you've been brought up in this environment of like, well, you're not supposed to judge anybody. The Bible says, you know, don't judge. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, like that's, and then somebody judges you. You know what I mean? Like, like you would feel like, okay, now, now I've been hurt. But the truth of scripture tells you, like, the church is supposed to judge internally. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, Nobody actually, I mean, you know, they could have did it the wrong way. It's so complex, right? So many variables to it all. But it's like if somebody approached you correctly and said, hey, you know, like, brother, you shouldn't be doing this according to the word. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how you're supposed to. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it could could be executed the right way but because of your interpretation of it, because you are not familiar with what the scripture says about judgment and cause you to think. I got you. You know, somebody's hurting me right now. So I think the way that we distinguish between like whether or not it was legitimate church hurt or illegitimate church hurt is by the right. truth of scripture. That has to be our foundation for everything. You got to know mm-hmm. what the word says about judgment. You got to know what the word says about, you know, like the uh, the role and authority of a pastor or leaders. You know what I'm saying? Or like like the, like what our moral standard is as Christians and stuff like that. Like that, you know, yeah. before you can really call it you know, a particular thing. You can't call it church hurt without ha- without knowing that standard. I got you. You know what I'm saying? I'm with that. Yeah. yeah. Still, it's, it still feels fuzzy, <clears throat> but I hear what you're saying. Because also I'm thinking about if they're approached the wrong way. Right. Yeah. 
yeah, like, these different situations, then is that okay? Just just because the act was sinful, you know what I'm saying? Is that okay, or is is it is it possible to offend someone with the way that it's presented, even if it could be content-wise biblical, but it's, if it's not done in love, right? And essentially, I feel like if it's making people run away from the church, is that what we want to be doing? Right. I just think yeah. there's some some care that needs. I feel like there's a little bit more care can be put into some of these things. But sometimes it's what I would say feels like a deflection, which is, well, this is what the word of God says. Yes, but attacking someone or coming someone coming to someone too harshly about their sin, not that's not biblical either. Yeah. So yeah. I feel yeah. like you go, you got to be careful. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if we are family, that we should be doing that in a way that is encouraging for all of us to strive to be better. Yeah, if the, I, result, I, I don't if the result is division and I'm out of here, then I don't know if that was the best. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, then it becomes that, about the they, people and the argument. It doesn't become about the sin anymore. It's about you came at me the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean, it does. we are called to correct each other like gently. And I don't know what that said. Right. Julia, Julia, you probably know. But, I don't uh, remember exactly, though. <laughs> but uh, there is scripture that says that. Man, my man feel like he don't know nowhere no more. He don't even know no more. Huh? Oh, you mean the scripture that I have to think about it. Keep talking. You might remind me. No, it just says um, <laughs> correct each other. It's talking about correcting each other gently. I can look it up real quick. Yeah. But um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing y'all, and I'm, I'm like in the middle. Okay. Because, like, I do feel like... Um, at certain times, if someone is hurt, especially due to like someone sinning against them, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're called like, you know, we're called to like confront them, then bring one or two witnesses, and two right. or three witnesses, and then bring it before the church and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and if they're not repentant, you know, to treat them like an unbeliever and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I think for the people who are for, for both sides, um, when we're in Christ, I, I think we have to. Yo, what is he doing? I think we have to. Remember. I don't want to blow my nose in, in front of everyone. Oh uh, no, you shouldn't it. be doing uh, that on camera during these times. That's why I turned. People it. People may think things. I know. Right now, yeah. Like me, right? You're drawing attention to it. So. <laughs> Finish your point, man. My point, was, my point though is that we're brothers and sisters, though. We're like we're family, and I think we lose yeah. sight of that. You know, like we're yeah. we're family in Christ. Um. Mm-hmm. And scripture even talks about Christ being our brother and stuff like that. So, um, you know, when you look at it from that lens, I mm-hmm. think it can change how you view things. Like you will maybe go yeah. an extra mile on both both sides. Like, all right, let me be a little bit more patient with these people mm-hmm. and let me be a little bit more gentle or whatever if I'm, uh, you know, to the person who I'm hurting and stuff like that. So, yeah. you know, there, there is like this, um, I guess, responsibility on both ends. Going back to what you were saying, Marcus, of like actually knowing who we are called to be and how we're called to act based on what we understand in scripture and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like it's 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 complicated, you know, because on one hand we're called to be like gracious and merciful, you know what I'm saying, forgiving, you know, because we are, you know. Uh, We've been equipped with everything, you know, to be godly. You know what I mean? So it's like we're supposed to be 
Ooh, modeling. Season this. one. Oh, okay. Oh my gosh. Oh, I see you. But we're supposed to be like that, you know what I mean? But then on the yeah. other hand, you know, Paul is handing believers over to the devil, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like... The, it, for the saving of is, their soul, though. <laughs> for the saving of their soul, yeah. But it's like, you know, it's... um, Like like Julie was saying earlier, like, we we kind of really... And it, it, this really just comes down to, to going to God, you know, and saying, you know, like, like how can I approach... You know, this church hurt with with wisdom, you know, or what I believe to be mm-hmm. church hurt with wisdom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he yeah. might lead you to scripture or he might he might lead you, you know, the cat, you know, the Paul route, you yeah. know, give give him to Satan. You know what I'm saying? But, but like, then we read scripture that judgment. says like love covers a multitude of sins. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, it does. I, that's that's when we when we boil everything down, that's always what we're supposed to be doing is loving. Yeah, mm-hmm. but what but does love? Look, what does exactly, that look like? Yeah, it looks different. Yeah, at certain that's good. That's that might good. look like a, a pass to, to Satan. It Let's might look like there. that. Yep. You know? Yep. Yeah, and I, th- I think that's the thing too. Man. That's an extreme example. I and think that we need to, we need to see that in 2020. I think it that's might the, not feel that's good, a big issue. That hurt person too, right? That that right. discipline. Yeah, because scripture tells us like no discipline is pleasant at the time. But what does it say? It reaps. Uh, y'all know it. Reaps a hard righteousness, right? Yeah, something of righteousness. Mm-hmm. It's it produces righteousness. I believe you. Yeah. Yes. Certainly, we in the ballpark. <laughs> I believe you. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Here we go. Yeah, that's, that's, nah, I like that's Hebrews 12. Like, Hebrews 12. Yes, it is. Is she just oh, the boy. index? Is this like an in- No, No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. Mm-hmm. It's Hebrews twelve eleven. So yeah. What, what version is that, Julie? What version is that? Is it ESV or NIV? Shush. <laughs> Whatever, man. I read my Bible. I'm not anyway. apologizing for that. <laughs> nah, that's real. That's real, man. That's a good one. I also yeah. like Hebrews twelve, so that was a little bit of cheat. I read that a lot. That chapter. Mm. And then so God says stuff like, "I chastise those who I love." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah. Hmm. But uh-huh. so, cause I, I, the most recent time that I, oh no, must be about to be really good. Oh, there you go. <laughs> he, he's back. I want to get y'all thoughts on this. Though. She said it's about to be really good. <laughs> go ahead. You got a nice pause. We ready? She was just saying <laughs> that she felt. She had church hurt because the people in the church were judging her based on like her past and the movies she did and like just how she portrays herself in the public. Okay. And I guess my question to y'all, not speaking to her specific situation, but like in mm-hmm. general, do you think it's valid when like people who like what do you, what do you, how do y'all think we as the church should address stuff like that when we know that somebody okay your past is a little bit this or that but it seems like you're still hanging on a whole lot to it by whatever you're doing in your everyday life is that valid church hurt when people are like hey what's up with this that that i just saw you do or is that like uh, I, but I, I think I think it depends, like Julie was saying earlier, right? It depends on the approach, right? So it's like the, ju- the uh, not the judgment, but like the 
some, like addressing it needs to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like like whether you know if we're on the receiving end, whether we like it or not, like you know the church ought to address it. Like that's scriptural. You know what I'm saying? But like you said earlier, like it has to be done in love, though. You know what I'm saying? So if I come at you and I'm like, you know, you still doing all that skanky stuff you was doing back in the day. Like, that's that's right. one approach. And that's the know? end of the conversation. There's no, yeah. I love you. There's no, give me a hug. There's no, do you need help with anything? It's just like, fix it. Yeah. Got gotcha. you. Yeah. Like, that's, that's legit church cool hurt right there. That's, yeah. that's right. Okay. And I, I think. That's not acceptable to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, yeah, it's still scripture is the standard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. What about like, following up with people? I don't think that happens either. Let's say it's something related, sin, sin related, and there's a conversation, discussion, and or argument. I don't know. This is me being honest. I don't know how many good examples I have of there's a reaching out for reconciliation. There's a checking on the person. There's a, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was an iffy conversation. Let me go back in love to see if my brother yeah. or my sister, if they're okay. I think I might have offended them. Mm. I don't know if we if that happens often. If it does, great. I just feel like those occasions I'm going through my own memory are feel rare of like I care like with that example you gave Jason or any anything related to that. Is somebody gonna seek these different people out to see if they're all right? Or we just right. don't let them go? Like if we don't see them, we just assume they left the church and okay, well I'm glad she's gone. What? No. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To me that's a, that's an issue. Yeah. Where's the you where's think, the love uh, in that case? I think that happens in certain environments, you know what yeah. I mean? Because, like, I think it does. I've been a part of uh, environments where, like, if a person does decide to, like, leave the congregation or something mm-hmm. like that, they're actually, you know, like, bad mouth in some cases. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so, yeah. like, like if you have an abusive environment, then nobody is going to reach out, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, you kind of, you know, you, you can... Marcus, you kind of out the screen. My bad. Yeah. It might it might look like that, but it it's, it should be good in the recording. I can okay, see, okay. yeah, like as long I think as long as we can see ourselves, we should be straight. Okay. Um. Yeah. So like, make sure you can see yourself for sure. But um. But yeah, I think I think it just depends on the environment. You know, like like whether or not somebody like if the environment was always love, you know, what I'm saying everybody truly cared about each other. I mm-hmm. don't think I think you would you would easily see people reaching out. You know what I'm saying? But if the environment was like, oh, everybody's on this, you know, this one side, regardless of whether or not it makes sense even, you know what I'm saying? Then you have this abusive environment. I, I think you you really don't see that reaching out. As, I mean, there's many factors that could play into that. Of course, so, yeah. You know, but yeah, I think, I, you know, I guess the, the point I'm getting at is like, if we embrace, you know, like the scripture and the Holy Spirit, you know what I'm saying? And, and like right. the fruit of the spirit, you know, I think um, I think we could get through what we're calling church hurt, and I think we could help other people heal a lot of church hurt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I want to ask y'all about uh, another thing that was brought up about from a listener about like cliques in the church. Hmm. Um, I guess an experience they had with someone being upset that like you know there was cliquish behavior in their church. Um, that left them feeling, I guess, you know, a little slighted or, you know, on the outside, stuff like that. Do you think that is valid church hurt or is that just, again, like human behavior um, that, you know, we kind of are growing out of in Christ that you can, you should just kind of persevere through? 
or is that valid reason? I guess it's kind of like maybe maybe I, I and I don't know the specific instances, right? But maybe it's like you know these group of uh, people in the church hang out together. They have their own you know movie nights or something like that, and you don't get invited. Or like they may you know do this uh, Bible study retreat or something like that, and you mm-hmm. ain't hear about it until it was over. Like that maybe that kind of stuff. Yeah. Is that like and you're hurt because of it, legit? But right. Is that like is that the, is that church hurt though, or is that kind of like just people being people? I don't want to say like that because that's. But that's I hear what, I hear what you mean though. That's. Do you want to go, Marcus? You want me to go? Nah, you go ahead. All right. You got it. I think that one's hard because I feel like there's several variables that could be there, but the one that's sticking out the most to me is I think it. it it could be trivial, yes, in that it's human behavior. We all kind of associate with people that we already like, that kind of thing, and we kind of distance ourselves from people that we don't vibe with or whatever you want to call it. That's natural human behavior. But at the same time, if scripture is commanding that we're all equal in the body of Christ and we're all supposed to be one family, then I will say holistically as a church, whether it's a local church or at large, if one of our brothers and sisters feels ostracized, and it's not a sin issue. Yeah. That's the responsibility of the church to fix. Yeah. Why would somebody, you know what I'm saying? That's kind of like I'm thinking like Thanksgiving or some other type of like family gathering or whatever. And we leave two people out of like they don't get food or they get called last. We're already eating and they're in the basement or upstairs or whatever. We don't call them. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's right. So that's why I feel like it's kind of that one is a kind of a thin line, but I think it's possible it could be valid if there's no sin issue. It's just, people are being excluded, especially if it's known, because that's the hard thing, too. Sometimes people are excluded um, by groups in ignorance. Mm -hmm. That's hard, because the person that is excluded, it feels like it's intentional and purposeful. Right, yeah, yeah. So you got to draw a line there, too. So it's a lot of webs we could go into, but... Yeah, um, I think that's that's, the key, though. That can be tough, yeah. No, nah, I mean, I was just gonna add to your point. I think that's key. Like, you gotta know the intentions of the clique. You know what I'm saying? Like, like were they leaving you out on purpose, or what just happened yeah. that way? If they leaving you out on purpose, yeah, that's you get hurt by that. That's, that might be some church hurt there. You know, I, I get right. that. You know what I'm saying? But if it was just, you know, hey, yeah, we do vibe. We just decided to hang out. It kind of just happened. You know, right. like, mm-hmm. nah, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be hurt by anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I also think that, uh, like we have a natural tendency to to view things like that as hurtful and we might place a blame on people wrong okay. wrongfully you know what i mean huh. and i think we got to kind of um you know like just become more mature you know like like that's what makes this whole conversation difficult is because there's yeah. so many different variables you know there's the intentions of the person who you know uh, actually did something and then there's the emotions of the mm-hmm. person, you know, who's on the receiving end, you know, and like all this stuff, you know, uh, all these variables, you know, we, we're trying to like sort through spaghetti almost, you know what I'm saying? Oh my gosh, I got a call coming in right now. <laughs> That's not cool. Um, all right, we still you good? Got, yeah, you yes, got him. Yeah. All right, but um, but yeah, I just I think that you got to know the intentions of somebody's heart, you know, and then you got to check your own emotional maturity on things mm-hmm. and your scriptural maturity on things. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. there's so many things that have to be have to be evaluated, you know. But yeah, you gotta you gotta know the person's the, the clicks heart, mm-hmm. if you will. Mm-hmm. 
I have yeah, a little so. pushback on that. Can I ask a follow-up question? Oh, my God. <laughs> why we got to call it pushback? Why, why because, can't it be? you're still putting it. Like, it's subtle, but you're still putting the responsibility on it's the person that was ostracized. I'm just I'm just trying to throw an, out an idea that, well, first of all, I agree, I agree in general what you're saying. Good. Yes, the person should be able to confront. <laughs> uh, I think he's waiting for that. So let me just say, I agree with you, my brother. Okay. <laughs> So, yes, there's responsibility there, but this is my question. Uh, is it not the clique's responsibility and or, because we are the church, it shouldn't be cliques in a sense, I don't think. Not, not in a worldly sense, it shouldn't be in the church anyway. I'm asking the question, why is it also not the clique's responsibility to include everyone? If we're talking about purely church things, if we're talking about something separate, we are moving on with life and blah, 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 whatever. But if, it's, if we're all in the same building, I'm just, yeah. this is the question I'm thinking about. I think that's part of the rustling that we have to go through. Is it okay if we see someone who doesn't have a place to go to for lunch and we're going with our friends for lunch and we don't ask them to go with us? That's I'm not saying we have right to. There. I'm just nah, nah, trying to ask a hard question. Is it always the person that's got hurt, their responsibility and their vulnerability to come, come to this clique and say, hey, I wanted to go to lunch with you? Is it not a mutual responsibility that the clique should also be, or whoever the group, yeah. should be willing to come outside themselves and understand we are all one family. Why can't we go to lunch together? No, nah, I hear you on that. I, I definitely That's think. Um, uh, Marcus. No, nah, I, I think. Uh, <laughs> I think. I think that's part of you know the maturity thing. You know what I'm saying? Like if you know True. that like somebody was offended by something you did, you know whether or not it was intentional or unintentional. Yeah, well, nah, let me just go with the unintentional route, right? right. <laughs> but, like, if somebody was offended by something you did that was unintentional, mm-hmm. you know, like, I, I do think that, oh, man, my battery's getting low and everything. I do think that it is, it is, you know, like, I don't know if responsibility is the right word, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But, like, yeah. I think that, I think that it would be the mature, loving thing to do you know, to approach that person and say, hey, you know what, we didn't mean to leave you out. You know, sure. that was that was yeah. not what was intended. You know, but I, I see exactly what you're saying though, um, in in that like you're 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 painting a more holistic picture of everything where it should be like, you yeah. know what, like let's all take this responsibility, you know, to to love one another as best we possibly can. Yeah. Mm. You know? Some stuff is preventable is all I'm saying. Some of this yeah, stuff yeah. is we should have we should have about, other stuff uh, to worry about. No, no one, no one honored my gifting. Oh, that's a that's a thing. Wait, what you mean? Like, 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 I can sing and they didn't acknowledge me. Oh, like, that's a good one. Or, we gotta or, talk or, about or that. I could teach we and they ain't let me teach. Talk about that. Ooh, that's good. Grand finale. Um, I could preach <laughs> and they ain't never let me preach. Right. All that kind mm. of stuff. I'm hurt. Mm. I think. Uh, I don't know, man. I got. I got a, a very. Uh, interesting perspective on that honestly i honestly think that god will place you where you're supposed to be used you know what i'm saying if you're meant to be a teacher in front of these particular people god will place you there you know what i'm saying and i don't think any any man would literally be able to to prevent you now even even if he tried i think he would just move you to the right to the right place if that's what he intended to do with you you know what i'm yeah. saying like like for instance like I, I used to be a minister at a, at a church and, you know, like that, I don't think that that didn't work out 
for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that that happened the way it happened. Like that fact that I left teaching at that church or being a minister at that church, you know, to now podcasting. I think all that had to happen, you know, to push me to more of the podcasting route. And now, like, my audience isn't the original audience. My audience is, you know, the the thousands of listeners that we're talking to now. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I think God has just placed me here for this particular reason because I wasn't supposed to be there. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, mm-hmm. I, I think yeah. that, yeah, like, he's, he's he's using all of us the way he intended to use us. And I think that's how we got to look at even our, our giftings and our callings. Mm-hmm. It'll place you. But that's, yeah. that's just me, though. What do you guys think? I mean, I, my mind went another place in terms of, like, um, just us all being of the understanding that we have like a common enemy and that our enemy is not within the church, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and our enemy is, is Satan, you know what I'm saying? And he's always going to be trying to find ways to divide us. Yeah. Um, so I do, I do think a lot of times when this type of stuff comes up, I think we should again. And, 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 and Julia, I am blaming the victim again. I think we should. <laughs> I think you should just oh. first check yourself and just ask, like, is this the spirit telling me this or is this my flesh? Mm. Is my flesh upset that I'm not getting X, Y, Z treatment or this wasn't done or my gift ain't being used? Or is it truly like you saying, God telling me, hey, this ain't where you're supposed to be. You need to leave here because your gift isn't going to be used here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because this ultimately, like, we still are in that uh, spiritual warfare aspect of our existence. So I'm just saying we should try to always err on the side of, like, being on one accord with our brothers and sisters and yeah. not, like, um, not overlooking, but not, like, overemphasizing these ways that we personally feel slighted about something you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's yeah. like like we should almost be like all right how can i again like contribute to this body versus like receiving the right treatment i feel like i need from it yeah because i feel like that's that's a uh that's a question you got to ask yourself is like like why am i what what part of this is bothering me you know what i'm saying what part of this what part of not being you know, uh, put in a particular position, you know, or whatever is like, what part of that is bothering me? Is it the fact that I'm not being acknowledged, you know, or that no one's hearing my voice or that I'm not hearing the claps, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it, that, that could be it. You know, if that's the, if that's the reason, like you just want to be applauded, you know what I'm saying? You got to check your motives. Mm-hmm. You know what right. I mean? But it could well, go ahead, Julia, go ahead. Cause I feel like you got a whole another side to that. I do. All right. <laughs> I can see I it all y'all. over your face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm winding up. I'm winding up. I hear y'all. And I definitely believe there are cases where that is what's happening. But what about, is there a certain tact, for lack of a better word, that, that should be used in these situations? I think that's something preventable. Mm-hmm. I think you can encourage someone and also say, we're not letting you teach. But to have an upfront, truthful, yet loving conversation, we acknowledge that you have this gift. You see what I'm saying? We acknowledge that you desire to do this. But and then this is our reasoning behind why we don't think it's either a good fit or maybe God's not leading us to allow you to do that. We prayed about it and we want to, but God has said no. 
you know what I mean? There's a multiple ways of doing that. I don't know if those conversations are happening. I think some people are just, depending on the situation, being ignored. Yeah. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? To me, that's preventable. Sit down and have a conversation. Yeah. I'm not saying I mean, it's, easy, it's, it's hard to but, talk about you know, this stuff because it's all hypotheticals, too. You know what I mean? So we, we don't have specifics to, like, go off. But, um, yeah. Yeah. If, if there was no civil conversation, I guess in my mind, I'm thinking about the person who there has been a civil conversation. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have explained to you, like, you know, th- we're going in this direction because of X, Y, Z. Just okay. just be patient. Your time will come. And this person is right. like, man, my gift has been wasted. Dang. You know, like, yeah. I don't yeah. know that's, any that's, example that's like that. That's who I thought of in my brain. Oh, okay. I have a lot more of unclarity and no conversations and awkwardness. And okay. people just are done with the awkwardness and they move on. Gotcha. I hear a lot more of that than, a, oh, I had a, we had a, a roundtable discussion and they explained to me and they explained to me the vision of the church and how I do or do not fit, you know what I'm saying, that whole thing. And I have this understanding or maybe I'm not trained enough yet or yeah. some other, it could be a character issue, it could be multiple things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, oh, that's fine. It's just, this is me saying, I have not heard many examples of that yeah. conversation happening. I'm just hearing of unclarity and, you know, the fight depending on the situation and mm. that kind of thing. Of Or maybe rivalry that happens too, like in churches, unfortunately. Like, you yeah. know, this preacher's better than that preacher. And then there's this angst about how much do you let them... You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know how many yeah. things are happening like that about wow. that. I think things are happening, but there's no... There's not always... Let's sit down as adults and talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe it does. Maybe it does. Yeah. But I hear a lot more of no conversation yeah and i think that's the thing too it's like uh like you see a lot of this stuff has to do with like uh like psychology and mentoring and counseling and you know approaching the conversation with you know like maturity and like that's not in the bible you know what i'm saying like 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 spelled out to the degree that we could like easily follow you know what i'm saying we might be able to like uh derive some of that from scripture you know what I'm saying, yeah. from different stories and stuff like that in the Old Testament and some things that Paul is saying, but it's not, like, spelled out for us, like, yeah. how to handle, you know, things from, a like, a healthy, psychological, emotional perspective. Now I feel like you know I should write a book. You give me a book idea. <laughs> but, like it is, but, yeah, I mean, that is that is the truth, though. It's, like, all this human nature is, is you know, like, um, is, is complex. It's very, very complex. But something you said, I think, that really sticks out is, like, yeah, a simple conversation about all these things, man, could could really, you know, provide a lot of clarity, you yeah. know, and then you could go on and, and make a decision or, you know, come to some conclusions or whatever. But like without that conversation, you're just guessing, you know, right. what's what's going on most of the time. So yeah, yeah, and I, I I think I'm I'm with you, Marcus, but I do feel like love. I agree, ultimately. but I disagree. <laughs> like no, I agree with the with the. With the <laughs> Mm. I agree with the point of like it's not clearly spelled out how to deal with this stuff, but I, I guess where I disagree is like I think love though spells it out. Like, it does. what is what are you loving your brother by doing X Y Z, or are you right. not that type of thing? And if mm. you can go to sleep at night, you know, and your conscious, you know, like Paul says crazy stuff, dude. He's like, he's saying stuff like his conscience doesn't like convict him of anything, you know, mm. like. If you can go to sleep at night and you're like, yo, I have done everything, you know, in a loving way toward this person. 
Yeah. Then I don't think there's any le- anything left for you to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, even, I'm saying in the case where the person is like, man, I feel hurt. Well, you know, I did what I thought was the loving thing to do. Now, if you know in your flesh that you ain't you ain't been acting right toward them, that's a whole different thing. And I think that's why we have the Holy Spirit, and He does tell us like, yeah. hey. Yeah, it does nudge us yeah. like, hey, you ain't you ain't True. totally right, you know. Yeah. However, that is for each person is different. But yeah. you know, because he's speaking to you. I think I think that's that's a major key right there. You know, like even kind of going back to what I was saying earlier, I think like these situations are so complex that us as humans, we're gonna get we're gonna get a lot of this wrong. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And so yeah. like the Holy Spirit, you know, we we have to rely on the Holy Spirit to handle most of these situations the right way. You know what I'm saying? If two people get into an altercation, the Holy Spirit might lead one of those people to forgive. If he don't, nobody will be willing to forgive. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like True. we really kind of need to be led, you know what I'm saying, uh, by the Spirit because of the complexity of it. And it says, like, acknowledge me in all your ways. I'll make your path straight. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like yeah. we got to, you know, take care of it. laughing at Marcus. He's such a, like, PG dude. You know what I'm saying? We really got to be led by the Spirit, you know. Go ahead, man. But that's that's just real though. It's real. It is. It's real. Yeah. My battery about to die. Hey man. I'm just telling you. (laughs) I think I think for for a wrap up is like uh I think right where we at is like, you know, love your brother and sister, regardless of how they're treating you. Um, you know, persevere in love. Uh, I think also we we do have to recognize that we have a co- common enemy, and he's not yeah. in the body of Christ. He is against it. Yeah. So you know, right. always you know, um, be wise as serpents. Mm. Um, and you know, it's, Scripture tells us that we're not ignorant to the schemes of the devil. Um, so we should definitely be aware of when and how he's working, even against us in the church. Um, and mm. I think another point is like. The whole church hurt term should be a little bit uh, edited. Like the whole church did not hurt you. You know, yeah. the whole body of Christ did not hurt you. You. Um, you. You've got a specific incident or incidents with certain people, certain members that yeah. can be resolved um, by the grace of God. So, like, I think another part of it is like, don't go out and start slandering. Mm. Christianity, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. double back now if you've been doing that and kind of realize that it was just these specific people that you may have to um, reconcile with or have a conversation with or whatever. But it's not Jesus and his church. Right. 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 Yeah. Well put. Yeah. Only thing All I right, add, so. one thing. Oh, one thing. One thing. I would just add um, trust, trust the Lord. Trust the Lord that he will mm. take care of whatever. The end. We don't we don't allow a woman to end the podcast over here. Wow. So, uh, we are doing so well. We're doing so well. You don't permit. Look at his face. <laughs> we'll have a we'll have a civil combo after this. Oh in love. Goodness, man. <laughs> this dude is fire. Real. All right. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. Later. Later. <laughs> Thank you guys for checking out this episode of the Word in the World podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and repost with the hashtag. The-
word X the world podcast. Also, we'd love to hear from you, so please send your questions, comments, praise reports, and testimonies, basically any and everything. We just want to talk to you guys. Send everything to contact us at thewordxtheworld.com. Have a great week, and be sure to check out next week's episode. Peace.